Hello, uh, it's been a little while. Uh, this is an introduction to an episode I shot in my mum's garden about David Guetta. I shot this about three weeks ago um, and I was just playing around with the different kind of things you can do with video podcasts. I was fucking around and by the time I'd finished it, uh, I looked at it and I was like, oh, I'm really happy, this is great. Uh, but it was so aggressively white um, I was worried in such a racially charged time the kind of irony wouldn't come across. So I thought it was best to hold off on it. But I think I think the world's ready now to see it. Um, just take it with a pinch of salt. Um, I'm still just playing around with it. And I think it's good. So I should be back to f- uh, shooting episodes again, hopefully soon. Um, but until then, enjoy the whitest thing you've ever seen in your life. too actually so last night I knew we were gonna do this and I made a special record so this record is in honor of George Floyd and I really hope we can see more unity and more peace when already things are so difficult planned to shoot this episode in the garden for a while because I think aesthetically um, it's very peaceful it's very relaxing um, and I'll be, I'm going to try experimenting more with backdrops for this show I know that it might seem a little insensitive doing a show in a garden when I know especially my London friends normally people have gardens at the moment and that's really showing this sort of new divide between those with gardens and those without. So I do apologise and I'm fully aware of my privilege for having a garden. But um, I just think aesthetically it looked too good. So I took that leap. Even though now, kind of think of it, the fact that I'm wearing Birkenstocks with white socks, drinking rosé, uh, and I'm sitting in a, my mum's English rose garden. Uh, this might be the widest I could possibly look. So, yeah, it does seem quite inflammatory in such politically unstable times. So, once again, I apologise for that, both on class and racial lines. Seeing as I'm no expert on racism or the lived experience of the black community, African-Americans 
people of colour in general. Um, I'm not going to talk much about it, uh, though I think it's only fair to share my expertise in an area that I feel I I I, I feel like I feel I have quite strong understanding of, which is dumb white people. Um, I feel a lot of this podcast has been about dumb white people. Um, in many ways, I'm a dumb white person myself. A lot of my friends are dumb white people, so I feel certainly looking at the George Floyd catastrophe through the lens of dumb white people is something that I feel a lot more comfortable on and I feel that maybe this is the place to come for that but of course if you want some more serious analysis of what it's like being a African-American during these trying times this may not be the place to come maybe it is I'm still waiting to find out because I still feel maybe maybe I have the solution somewhere maybe but I'm here to talk about David Guetta and, and mainly um, in a in a week that's been filled with such terrible news such confusing news it has been welcome relief um, when I, I stumbled across uh, David Guetta's response um, and it does show that People might say white people are predictable, but I, th I think they're still full of surprises because uh, it really is one of the most spectacularly tone-deaf responses I've ever seen. For those of you who don't already know, David Guetta, um, in response to, in honour of George F Floyd um, and to his family, shout out to his family. Uh, David Guetta decided the best thing he could do was be on top of a skyscraper in New York um, and release a new record where he remixed the I Have a Dream speech to a sort of generic EDM beat. Um, it's hard to know where to begin, but it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Certainly when I was watching it, um, it was so funny I didn't laugh. You know when things are so funny that you you just look concerned because your your body kind of goes into overdrive. It was one of those moments, certainly. Um, I mean, when Martin Luther King said the I Have a Dream speech, I like to think that this is how he planned it to be used. I'm sure a lot of people thought he was saying that, trying to deal with making some civil rights change in the 60s, but I like to think that in the back of his head he was thinking, God, I hope these bars get turned into a dank EDM mix. Even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream. But why I find the David Guetta response fascinating, for two main reasons. Firstly, I love the idea that he, to do something like that, which is funny about all these sort of miss the mark um, responses, is that he must have thought in the back of his head that he was changing the world. So, last night, I knew we were gonna do this. In his head, what he saw happening 
was him putting this mix out and then all African-Americans and members of the black community would go, thank you, David Guetta. Thank you for remixing one of our most important civil rights leaders' most famous speech into an EDM track. Thank you. I feel seen, I feel heard, and I feel my voice has been amplified through your art. He woke up that morning excited, thinking, fuck, I cannot wait to really write my name in the history books. I've had number ones, I've been top DJs in the world for a period, but this is gonna be my main legacy. When I remix in a generic way, the most, arguably most famous speech in history. Um, I just really love that feeling because I think it sums up, and part of the reason why I feel comfortable doing a podcast, even semi-related to this topic, because I feel uh, doing it on anything to do with George Floyd or the cop, that would be um, misplaced. But David Guetta's EDM remix is the quintessential, is a quintessential boy gone wild move. It sums up a lot of what is the humour of a boy gone wild, essentially, which I believe is a hu- when there's a titanic rift between expectation and reality. So, like, his expectation that he was going to be one of the big voices, one of the great allies of this new civil rights movement. Um, and the reality that he made a shite EDM track, which was incredibly offensive. I find that rift is where true comedy lies. And in a period where I felt, I felt quite serious all week, it really showed me that no matter how dark things get, there's always going to be funny shit because people are dumb. There's always going to be boys gone wild. Um, there's always going to... Because it's that... Another element of a boy gone wild is that pressure on men especially white men to that they're important and that their ideas matter and that uh, they're expected to make a mark in the world and that rift between what they can actually do is just pure, pure bliss and that's the first part and the second part is that I I think watching it it made me feel like you know, I, there's, I think David Guetta doing a house, David Guetta's Martin Luther King remix, I think that potentially lies in all white people. So certainly I know, I've been speaking to a lot of white friends about how stressful it is um, trying to work out how to be respectful but also be supportive during this movement and like what's the right way to approach it um and i think if you don't concentrate as a white person you could wake up and before you know it you've released a two-hour dubstep remix of malcolm x you know if you're not careful if you don't stay vigilant you don't focus on everything you do you could drift off and when you come back to reality you've released a techno track remixing Rosa Park quotes. It's a very real threat and I watch that and I'm like, this is the key thing to learn, is that you may laugh at David Guetta, but I think that, that David Guetta, what he did, it, it exists in all white people, you know? There's an aspect of what he did. I can't fully put my finger on it, 
that exists in all white people. When already things are so difficult, so shout out to his family. So you've got to stay vigilant, you've got to stay alert and make sure that you don't lose focus and remix a civil rights leader's speech. Stay focused, guys. It's the real battle. Um, another spectacularly bad tone-deaf take, which is um, actually showing some of the worst. We've talked about if David Guetta shows the hilarity of a tone-deaf white man, uh, I think in... to. To be all fairness, there's still a lot of incredibly tone-deaf white women, and none more so than, I don't know what her name is, but she played Britney in Glee. Um, she, which is arguably even more tone-deaf than David Guetta, it's hard to know, she released um, an interpretive dance in honour of George Floyd on TikTok. Where to begin with this? Once again, I'll start off with a plea to white women, stay focused. Because you might see the clip and think, God, isn't she ridiculous? But I think that resides in all of you white women. If you're a white woman you're watching, stay focused. If you lose focus, you might release interpreted dance in honor of George Floyd. Don't think it's, you're, you're exempt from that. It exists in all of us. If I might release a house remix of the Martin Luther King speech, you might release interpretive dance in honor of George Floyd. I mean, it's that, I don't know what's in the right response to this. I'm trying my best to learn. But I just, I wonder if any, any black people at all thought, you know what's the medium that's really going to bring about social change? I don't think if anyone's thought this. Do you know what, in this trying time, with people trying many different uh, ways to motivate change, I don't think anyone's considered really the medium that's going to do it as interpretive dance. A medium that is almost a joke in itself. Like, it's almost a hack joke to say, express this in the medium of interpretive dance as like a joke. But she actually did it. So, in a way, seeing the video of the George Floyd incident made me lose faith in humanity briefly. But seeing David Guetta and Britney from Glee it may have restored my faith in humanity because there's always going to be dumb cunts. Though my, my friend, about the David, back to the David Guetta briefly, my friend did raise an interesting point, 
which is, um, though we may laugh at David Guetta, in a way, if there's one demographic who are going to be unaware about the, the killing of George Floyd, it's going to be David Guetta fans. So in a way, no matter how messy or clumsy him doing raising money for charity with a, a, a remix of MLK's speech on a New York skyscraper is, it's probably going to spread awareness more than anything we could do. Because what, me posting fucking a black square and links to donate on my Instagram story to my thousand followers who are all of basically the same political leanings. That's not going to make a dent. But David Guetta... Bringing in... I have a dream. With Deep Alama with the American dream. In a way for a type of people who would never be able to understand that speech if it was in any other form. Maybe... David Guetta is doing something good because not only is he bringing that, uh, the awareness of the George Floyd incident to a group of people, EDM fans, who are probably some of the least educated people on this matter, but also he's presenting it in one of the only mediums they could understand. You know, if you meet anyone who goes to a Vici concert, who went to an Avicii concert, RIP, non-ironically I don't think they have they emotionally they can only interpret things that are said 20 seconds before a drop so yeah maybe David Guetta is the greatest ally so far and um Okay, it's quite distracting. Can I just have two minutes? Two minutes. Can I have two minutes? Sorry, I got interrupted by my mum. But yeah, um, it's confusing. I don't know what the right response. Um, just, I guess the only, th the only, the only thing I can say to you guys with any uh, certainty is, don't do interpretive dance. That's one that you can check off the list. And I think even if you have no experience with racism, you can tell that maybe that's not the breast medium. So yeah, stay safe, stay alert. And I guess if there's one guiding principle for protesters trying to work out what the right thing to do, I think you just got to trust in the simple phrase, think big, work smart, you know?